Hey everyone, welcome back to Talking in Station. Sorry, we were having a lively chat before this. I'm your host, Rain. I'm joined by engineer Nick, and then we also have guest Hateless. And so before we do any introductions, I'm going to start this out by saying this is going to be a civil discussion, and this extends to the Twitch chat. I have mod powers. I have no problem timing you out. You can go cry to the other mods when I do it because you say something really rude and inappropriate. So for now, keep it civil. I do not mind if you try to get around the bot because there's apparently bots in chat and they automatically censor stuff. So if you try to get around that, you're just going to get permabanned because the bots are there for a reason. So just try to keep it civil. That's all I ask. So, Hateless, do you want to give us a brief introduction about yourself? Okay. I'm going to introduce myself as if I've never been on talking stations and as if nobody has ever met me before. Never yeah, seen uh, the guy. Never seen the guy before. You guys don't know who I am. I've, I've been playing EVE Online uh, since roughly 2012, off and on. I came in in 2017 and began streaming missions. I did that for a while, and I kind of grew into a overall... PVE content creator. I now make videos for both new players and experienced players alike, ranging from Tier 1 Abyss all the way out to running supers in Crab Beacons and Milsec. Uh, I've done everything in between. I know how to deal with just about any problem that can be thrown at you in the game, and I also know how streamers need to respond to certain things due to the fact that they're live and can't just dock up and hide. With that being said, I think that's a really brief introduction of myself. All right, so we're going to give... I know Nick's working on his audio issues, right, Nick? All the chat's saying you're really loud. I might be fixed. I'm going to know momentarily if they holler at me again. All righty. And so we're having this interview kind of as an extension of our last interview. So last interview, we just interviewed hawk who actually does high sec ganking and he is with safety i want to make sure i get that right so he's with safety he runs his own corp in safety and we had a discussion with him about ganking etc and what the interview from him originally stemmed from was hateless you put out a video actually talking about stopping streaming because you say you're being griefed and then you had an example in that stream and there was a lot of discussion around that specific example but i want you to mm -hmm. go into what ultimately led to your decision for that video and maybe sort of any more i want to say context because a lot of folks i think are missing that context i was intentionally quiet after that video i had a handful of things that i was dealing with i had contracted COVID and dealing with a lot of stuff in real life, but dealing with the entire, I guess the best way to put it with the, the, the entire being bothered on stream thing again was not something that I was willing to deal with again. So basically what happens, the, the, the particular content that I was doing, we'll, 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 we'll go through what happened there. The, I, I, I was mining right an orca and nine hooks or 10 hooks on grid and i fly in such a way that it's not really worth killing it unless you're you're just trying to get a reaction so the the answer becomes to show up in a, a ship and just kind of bump it and since i'm streaming the initial reaction is just to completely ignore it and hope it goes away if it's not somebody that's watching the stream they normally kind of get bored and go away pretty quick. They'll bump you a couple times and then they'll just kind of go away because I'm not, you know, screaming in local. I'm not doing the thing. They're literally just there to cause a reaction out of me or out of the people in system to laugh at them or to have the fun at their expense, if that makes sense. And that would be considered briefing in that context. 
However, this was an extremely minor event. Being bumped a little bit isn't a big deal. And it's honestly, the, the, the answer if you're not streaming is really easy. You just go dock up in a station. And if you are streaming, you have a couple of solutions that you can do. You can dock up and wait for them to go away, which almost never does end up working because they just hang out in the system and you can't undock again. Or you try and relocate. And halfway through relocating in that instance, I just, it, there's a proverbial straw that broke my back. I was done dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it anymore. I'm still not going to deal with it. I'm no longer going to generate content until griefing and harassment the, the, the policies change or improve or until the community can have a better stance or what is acceptable from the community. Because it's, it's something that no streamer should deal with. There are plenty of examples of streamers who have quit streaming the game or stopped streaming the game due to the level of harassment that they get. And I just, I, I, it, I feel like griefing as a whole isn't okay. And the best way to put it is something needs to change. So, I'm going to use your examples here. So you had that one that one example. So a guy, I'm presuming he saw you on stream. He just wasn't some random dude who just stumbled across your characters. So he saw you on stream, came and bumped you, and you went to move, and then you're just like, nope, I'm over this. I'm not doing it anymore. So is that Pretty like, much. are you looking at... Do you, so I guess my question is, did you know that character or his corp, or was this an I've instance had, of like a repeat offender? It's, it's, it, it, it was his second time doing the same thing. He had bumped my golems that hunt Triglavians a week or two prior to that. Same pilot, same exact, same same thing, same trash talk in local. The first time he sent me an email on like six of my characters and was like, hey, yeah, we're going to suicide gank your ships if you don't leave. This is, this is a, a code system or a safety system and you're not allowed here. And they tried to gank me and failed after that. And I ended the stream at that point. But I, like I said, I'm just not doing it because I did this. I, I've done this rodeo before. I've done the whole, you know, let's let them, you know, do it. Let's, let's let them bother you. Let's, let's let them do this. Let's build a case. Let's start collecting evidence. Let's, let's start building a, a case with CCP to actually get something done. It takes months. It literally takes months. And I don't have the mental stamina left to continue doing that. And I'm I'm just I'm not doing it again. It's it's that simple. Well, you had early in your initial video, you had mentioned that this was like a minor event that was just like the last straw. And obviously, yeah. you didn't throw any shade at this particular individual. It's their play style, kind of guess to a certain extent. But mm -hmm. how long has this been going on? Because like I mean, obviously, I. Out there, PVE and a lot, so, and I don't run into it anywhere near as much. But then again, I don't stream, so. So I'm 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 gonna name drop. Mirky Dragon has had similar instances and has had a long history of being harassed while streaming. And then there's, a, like I said, a lot of other streamers. This is a consistent problem in the game for streamers. And I I, I do want to make it clear that my fight isn't with stream sniping. It isn't with this instance. And we're kind of digging down this to, to satisfy the questions. As far as a streamer goes, there's a lot of content that they simply cannot stream and a lot of content that they cannot bring to you, at least live, due to the fact that it, it gives up intel. And any intel is used against you and you end up getting killed because of it or your fleet gets killed and it, it, it adds additional risk to your friends. And it, it's, it, it makes streaming this game extremely difficult 
That aside, that is not my fight. This is not about me. This is not about my experience. This is about players coming into the game and players wanting to stay in the game. Because if this kind of thing continues, although I personally can deal with it, I don't want to anymore. Although I personally can deal with it, there are those or a lot of those that cannot. And that's who I'm standing up for. Does this happen? Because you mentioned your issue wasn't streaming. Are there... I'm trying to think, because I know there are instances I of... I actually non- have a perfect example for you guys. Okay. It's from Ayoko herself. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up this blog post, and I will link a link to it in the Discord. Let me Google it really quick, and I'll offer you guys my monitor. All right, so while you do that, there's questions, because there's questions in chat about sniping. So your issue isn't the stream sniping, which I know, just for context. Not, not necessarily. The, the, the stream sniping is a is a side effect of it. So because of the way that EVE Online is designed and built, it is impossible to prove a stream snipe. And it is also not really possible to link a, a, a Twitch user to a character in EVE Online. Uh, although they can say it and whatnot, there's no actual, like, I cannot actually prove that this Twitch user was this pilot and CCP and Twitch should get on the same page and they should both ban this pilot from the service. In almost every other game, that is not tolerated at all. They, the Twitch Terms of Service does not allow for stream sniping. And then the, but it, it just because it, it, it's, it's too difficult to enforce. So it's kind of like, we can't really do it anymore. So the, the developers of EVE kind of like, we're not going to help Twitch enforce this. So it's kind of let slide in EVE. So it's, it's okay in EVE. And the mentality of the community and the player base is, that's a streamer. They're giving up OPSEC. They deserve it. Yeah. And That's well, I'll, mentality. I'll throw it out there too. So Finn, Finn's a streamer. He's also a Twitch staff, a, a Twitch admin. He actually worked with Twitch to share with them the fact that the, like the streaming community, right? Right. Because you could build instances of like, hey, you stream yourself low sec and streaming in low sec. Oh, you killed another streamer in low sec. Therefore, we're going to try and ban you for stream sniping, even though they weren't stream sniping. But so... Finn has worked with both CCP and Twitch to give the understanding that because of Eve sandbox and because of Intel, so yeah, it may be spying on comms, spying on a stream, spying on relays, that it's a that it's a bit different. So that's why the streaming stuff is very, mm-hmm. I would say, unique. So, but yes, agreed. So there's some comments in Twitch chat. Twitch chat says no stream sniping. So if you watch big streamers playing this new FODM or whatever, and they're like, oh, I'm going to play this XYZ Battle Royale, and then somebody kills them and says, your stream sucks, loser. Like, the devs will literally come in and ban that person. And then if they can link that to a Twitch name because of Twitch drops or something, they will ban that person again. So it's like you both get banned in a game by the game developers, and you get banned from Twitch by the Twitch mods. Correct. But... This is the kind of thing that I have an issue with. Sorry, I, I, I just linked the thing. I can't. Oh, it's linking that. Why is my control C not working? Oh, that's why. Let me. I, 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 I refer to this as a na- legacy of Snoy. Snoy was a player that played the game. And you guys can read this entire dev blog. I'm willing to share it. If it does get deleted, I do have it backed up. But the legacy of Snoy is he started playing. And he began his journey in EVE Online mining. He decided to mine, and he ended up getting ganked by none other than Ioko. And the only reason I'm naming is because Ioko made this blog. Normally, I don't name people who do things. And I'm not, I do not want, for any reason, 
for what I say, for people to go attack Ioko. We do not do that. We do not attack people. It's not acceptable. But this is a prime example of why I have a problem with ganking and griefing as a whole. And we'll explain why it's important after we tell the story. But Ioko ganked Snoy. What happened was Snoy then bought a mining permit. In fact, Snoy bought two mining permits, one for himself and one for his all. I just posted uh, so, the link for you. Yeah, I, I think I posted it in Twitch chat. Somehow, Snoy got ganked again because Snoy was not exactly following the rules. Something that happens within these permit programs is that they are somehow not following the rule or they're, they're role-playing or how, however they justify it. Somehow they broke a rule, they'll, they'll whip a rule out, they'll make up a rule out of thin air, they'll do something to justify their gank. So this guy got ganked again, and he's like, oh, well, you're violating this rule. And so Snoy decided to follow the rule set aside, went in mind again, and got ganked again. At this point, Snoy was fed up, done, probably not going to play the game again. He gave his characters to his friend, he gave the remainder of his is to Ioko, and Ioko made this whole blog kind of... Yay, you know, people love me. I'm awesome. And I got this player to decide that, you know, Eve wasn't for them and I am awesome for it. Somehow twisted it that, you know, Ioko was in favor, or Ioko was the hero here. Snoy is definitely the hero here. I doubt I will ever be able to interact with this player. I would absolutely love to. But this player left the game. And what happens is when you are in a community and this player leaves, he is going to go to his community of people, maybe five or six friends, and maybe, you know, 10 or 15 people, but he's going to go back to his community of people. And he's, and when somebody asks him, is EVE Online a game that I would like to play? He's not going to tell his friends that I would like, that he, he's just not going to recommend the game. Now, this is a small example. It's a very small example. The dude was in the game maybe a few weeks. I, I don't know exactly where his history was, but he did pay for a few subs. He, he did do that. You can go read the blog and see how this story panned out. But what the, the end result is we're going to end up with five or six people that could have played the game if this guy had a positive experience. If, if Code had honored their permit and he had been allowed to mine, this player may still be in the game. And regardless of if he's actually doing something productive or actually participating in PvP or actually doing anything right now, eventually he would have tried PvP. Eventually he, he, he would have grown into a, you know, maybe a no-block pilot, maybe somebody who pays for the game for a long time and really enjoys it. At the end of the day, he's an end user that would have enjoyed the game for a long time. He, he, he showed interest. He, he showed, like, he talked to Ioko about it. He, he tried to, to fix what he was doing wrong. He, he tried. But he just decided ultimately that this kind of thing, he's not having it. And if we as a community continue to hit and, you know, destroy people's gameplay like this, it's effectively, we, we pride our reference of being in a sandbox, right? If you shit in the sandbox... Nobody's going to want to play in the sandbox. And eventually you have not enough people cleaning up the shit and too many people shitting in it. And you get to a point where it's not fun to play anymore. Right? Like that's the, <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. E eventually you just kind of get to this point of it's not going to continue to grow because, you know, one or two people telling their friends to play the game is how games grow. 
if if people tried eve and then recommended the game to their friends we would end up with a large community again very rapidly and this is where i'm going to drop a bomb and i'm going to start fire i believe very firmly that there needs to be an opt-out of all pvp somehow i do not know how to do that i do not know how to make that a viable solution nor do i nor am i capable of doing that i do have a few ideas that might be viable ranging from really simple and easy band-aids to more complex and extravagant we can make this fun for everybody including the gankers because i do believe that there still needs to be a reason to take risk and a reason to be ganked and it, it, they're conflicting things, but I do believe that we need to have both this exciting kind of sandbox, but we need a place where players can kind of figure out the game and play with things and do stuff and just be in the game and play the game. Even if they're in that little corner or whatever, they're, they're in their little corner doing their thing, they're still paying subs. They're still in the game. Eventually, they're going to get bored in their little box and they're going to venture out. And when they venture out, that's, that's when we can play with them, have fun with them, right? So you're talking but, a non-PVP area for like newer players, not for everyone. Yeah, or, 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 or even for vets. Like there are people who want to play the game without being fucked with. Like that, that's a thing. And allowing that, just within my community and my comments, there are tons of players that would immediately come back upon learning that that was a thing. You'd almost have to put uh, it like alpha restrictions on something like that. So, I mean, yes. why, why should someone who's never going to PVP progress all the way to a super carrier? So, exactly. But there, there's, there's a couple of ideas, and I just had a shower thought just before the stream. What if you made it so tier one ships aren't gankable? Or you need to be in a tier two ship to, to turn your safety red to shoot something? It would make things a lot more difficult and and allow you if 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 you want to opt out, you can just fly this type of ship, right? Or you could log or you could log into CC and play there. Yeah, you can. The requirements for being on CC is that you've had an active account until a reclone or until a, a CC copy, and then the CC copy only happens every few months. And then on top of that, you also have to be Omega when the copy happens to be eligible to fly on CC. So that's not exactly viable. And then splitting the community into two groups, especially this small, we have the story of O-Game, where they split and, and do a new server every few months to allow players to catch up. That did not end well for O-Game. At first, it was great. Like The first server was really cool. People got big. And then... You know, it split into like two and then they split again. So, like, half the people from both groups went to that one. So, it was big popular, but then people went back to their old accounts on the other servers. And so, splitting the game isn't necessarily a good idea. It, 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 it might be the right idea. I, I, I don't know, but I, I see examples where it's not a good idea. And, and what I've seen in other games where they do attempt to split the servers, it generally does not work. I think the only time I've ever used CC is to test a new mechanic. I never thought of trying to mm -hmm. live there, but I imagine some folk have. It, 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 it also feels pointless. One of, the magic, one of the magic parts of EVE and the big draws of it is that we're all in the same place, and when you build a ship or a module or, or anything, or you find a module or anything, you, you either sell it or use it for yourself, and that means that the game is a giant sandbox, and what you do does affect other players, regardless of how small it does. But it, you, the things you do feel meaningful, even if they're really small. 
And on the test server, since everything is one ask, it feels meaningless. And one of the things that draws to video games is that our pro progress and development is meaningful in some way. That's why, for example, in Diablo 2, during the seasonal, uh, at the beginning of the season, people are excited to play it because there's items to trade. I find something that is meaningful to the challenge of the month. And that kind of fades off as, as that meaning fades, if that makes sense. Uh, you play World of Tanks, you, you, pro you progress down the, the tank tree, and you end up with a big badass tank that you then need to play with people. It feels meaningful because you unlock these things and you make progress. And if you do it on a test server, it, it feels like cheating. And there's a. Cheating is fun for a very short amount of time. You can have everything you want, and it gets boring pretty quick. That's just kind of how it is. So CCP has said in the past they definitely aren't splitting the server. Everyone wants like an EVE mm -hmm. Classic, which is honestly a terrible idea, but they want an EVE Classic, and CCP is like, no. Like, why would we split the player base? Why would we make two servers? Like, why would we do all this work? It's just kind of a thing. But there's, uh, I, I also came up with a creative solution, and this one might actually be fun. Maybe there's a visual representation on ships with how much value they have on them. Maybe there's like lights. I don't know if you've ever been in a super and you deploy a crab beacon or you, you, you deploy a ship out of a super, but they all light up and it's, it's really cool. Maybe as the ship's value increases, there's more lights on it, uh, which would give an indication to the gankers that, hey, this is, this is, a, this is literally a shiny target. And then if, if the ship is below a certain value, we could say 1.2x its, its whole value. So if the ship was fit with maybe, there's all T2 modules, you know, 100 million a ship and it has 20 million ISCA modules on it, that ship would be immune to ganking. And then once it hit a certain threshold, maybe 150 or, or, or 130%, and that balance would, it would definitely be up in the air. But once you hit a certain threshold, that, that, that target becomes a, yes, you can gank this target. And then they also get a visual representation to give off the idea that, hey, you know, this thing is carrying a lot of shit. This thing has stuff in it that you can kill and you can get profit for. And then you are then able to kill it by a ganking or whatever. And that then the gankers can still kill things, right? The people who want to opt out can fit a cheap ship and just kind of putz around. They're paying the price. Right? They can't fly you know, a 500 million-esque armor and do this. They have to fly the super cheap armor to, do, to, to, to be immune. And then the people who gank for profit, they, they get their deal. And the people who gank solely for the purpose of tears, because you're ganking for, for what, two or three reasons and an objective, right? So you have a purpose. You're defending a mineral belt. You're defending an ice belt. You're defending a, some kind of objective. Like There's something valuable to you to protect, right? There's a the second purpose is for profit. You're you're ganking this because the dude's in a 500 million ship that I can kill for 50 million isk, and therefore it is profitable to kill. And the third reason, regardless of if you want to do or if, if you agree with this or not, is tears. Because you kill somebody when they're not profitable or there's no objective, that is to elicit a response from the person, and therefore you are ending up with effectively tears. Griefing and tears. And that's that's where I draw the line. If, if you're killing somebody just to get the response, that's griefing. Well, Imminent Entropy in chat mentions that what kind of what you were describing there is like either a ship or a cargo scanner, but a slight variation or extra step to it. Did, it's did a cosmetic. We... I don't know why everyone's getting mad at cosmetics. People sit in chat and cry for cat ears. So... And then, hey, this is like, hey, glowing ships. And like, ew, gross. 
Yeah, so so ju- just imagine how cool it would be to have your officer fit ship that just it, it has bright lights on it, looks really cool, it looks really badass. Although this would take devs a lot of time, and it's a really complicated idea, but you would be a beacon. People see in space, you're like, that ship is a badass ship. I want to kill it, right? And and the person who's flying that ship is well aware. Yeah, I'm a target. Come get me. They're 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 ready for it, right? Like it, it, it it's it's it would be really cool, but I really doubt that CCP has the bandwidth right now to do something like that. So my mind then goes to simpler solutions. Another one may be, you know, the, the, the character, if it's in a NPC corp, it can't be ganked. It could be that simple, right? Because then they, they're paying the 10% tax to the NPC corp. Maybe have some, there, 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 there has to be some kind of penalty if you're going to be immune to ganking. You have to pay a cost. Or there has to be a bonus of opting into the PvP for, for it to work. There, 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 there needs to be a reason and an incentive to want to take the risk, or there needs to be a penalty for the safety, if that makes sense, for that idea to kind of work. And it's, like I said, it's an idea that doesn't require changing of all the rules and changing the entire community, but it would also still allow people to still do suicide ganking and still participate in the things that they enjoy. It doesn't kill any activity, if that makes sense. Like that's 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 what we need if we're to curb griefing without changing the rules. So I'm curious. Uh, okay, hold on. There's a question in chat from Captain Kirk from Star Wars. No, he's asking nope. a dumb question, Nick. Oh, is he? Okay, okay. The dude's like, um, is telling people to kill themselves okay? Like, sorry, sir. No, it's not. If somebody tells you anything else, you should report them and never talk to them again. Twitch chat, you need to behave better. Like, this is pathetic. So my question was really around, so you talked about griefing and hurt. You didn't say harassment, you said griefing, but you said if somebody ganks one time just for the tears or the reaction, it's considered griefing. Is it only the one time or does it have to be consistently or anything like that? to, to, To enforce that or make that sensible, you would have to have a strong moderation team. It'd be very difficult to do. Prefacing that, Every griefing case and every single time that we talk about griefing or harassment in the game, there is a certain ambiguity to it where it's not necessarily griefing until it is, and it's really hard to distinguish that. And my corp has been talking about this a lot, and the fundamental thing that we've come across is that time is a very important factor. We can reference back to Snow, our, our great legacy of Snow that we referenced earlier. That player was bothered multiple times, or multiple times over an amount of time, and that player had had it over the amount of time. And it is very difficult to say, "Hey, this one gank instance is griefing," when it could just be, "Hey, I thought that was a profitable target hit. Maybe his 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 lasers were the silvery color of ore lasers, but it was actually a tier two fit, and he didn't have time to scan it, and he killed it." Right. So it's like that looks profitable. I thought he was mining at the distance. It looked like ore lasers. I killed it because I thought it was a profitable target. And that wouldn't be griefing because there's legitimately, I thought this was profitable. And then it wasn't. So mistakes get made. People aren't perfect. So every griefing case would have to be taken on a case by case basis. And it, 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 
it, it's very difficult to say that one gank and that that'd be a very extreme scenario to have one gank being an actual griefing attempt if that makes sense there's also intent behind the player when they begin ganking right so the 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 player's intent is also important the the gankers so if the ganker is doing it specifically for the reaction i would call that griefing and that could be a you know he goes and kills five targets they're different people he was griefing those five targets but that i wouldn't say that that individual target was being griefed it's and it's it's there's i'm describing many factors and it's very important to consider that this is a fluid problem and when there are multiple factors to indicate whether or not this is griefing, it's also very difficult for moderators to enforce that. And it is also incredibly difficult to make clear rules that describe what griefing actually is, because there's a lot of factors. Yeah, and so I know you you already discussed it's very difficult. So Zanus is asking in chat, how can you judge the intent? Like how, how how can you judge intent? Well, is there an objective? Is it profitable? I would call that griefing if those two are not true, because then you're just killing people for the fun of it. Now I'm going to go right. back to one of the folks earlier in chat had brought up on, you know, he was always supposed to be really hard and difficult and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, absolutely was when I started. And the mind, you know, fighting each other to quote harvest tears, we did that all, all the time. But that was so, organized as your core against mine. We'll war deck and fight each other and then talk smack. Not against that person just starting out. And So in, in low sec and null sec, by going into that space, it is widely accepted and acknowledged that you are there to kill each other, have fun, and talk crap. Like, that is a widely accepted... Thing in null sec and in low sec and it is absolutely fun but there needs to be a way out of that and that the, the the expected answer of a new player is high sec is safe i can go around and play in high sec and i can have fun in high sec just doing my thing right when the reality is exactly opposite if you want to be left alone and do your thing go to null sec and then you have to deal with cooperating with people which is another level of fun. And then also in Nullsec, you have the mentality of come fight me and try. I will call my friends and you will have a hammer dropped on your head. Which is which that, that is part of the allure of going out there, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's absolutely great. I fly my super all the time. Come try and kill me. Like, have fun. Some like folks keep bringing up, like Evie, who, you know, yacked a bunch in the past, mentions high sex not safe, and then kind of a hyperbolic statement. It's the most dangerous area in the game. I'm not sure if it is the most dangerous, but when you talk about a true game, it's, you know, the PvP is done before the attacks ever made. Yeah, they're... So, ganking is something... Gankers like to tell you that it's difficult. It's 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 math and hunting done before the fact. It's not difficult. It's it's understanding how it works and what you do. So the the sequence of events that leads to a gank is typically something's out there fishing, right? And by fishing, I mean they're sitting in a random little ship or whatever. They're just scanning everything that goes by. They're they're looking for a target. They're 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 trolling. They're 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 you know 
going around looking for something to kill. It's the scout. It's 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 the fisher. It's it's the guy that looks for something. They're going to scan targets. They're going to go check belts. They're going to look for miners. They're they're maybe going to bump somebody and see how they react. For the those that are ganking for griefing, they they look for people that react when you mess with them. They're 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 going to scan ships and the in the major hauling routes. They're 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 going to look for targets. That's the first step. And a really quick indication is if something comes to your belt and starts scanning your hulks, you're probably about to be ganked. If you're going through space and you get ship scanned and you're carrying something that is valuable to kill, you're probably going to be ganked in the near future. If you are floating around and you hear that sound and there's a little ship next to you orbiting you, or even they, I think they can be as far away as like 70 kilometers, but a little white, it's a little white shimmer. It, it, it looks like a tractor beam. <laughs> sure everybody's seen a tractor beam you play long enough you you, you do a tractor beam it, it, it it's it, it's or no it was like a tractor beam it looks like a salvaging a salvaging laser right so you salvage and you get that little white laser it's like that but a little bit more ghostly and it's it, it's a long stream from from one ship to the next and it plays a distinct audio cue and it goes Bleh. and that is a indication that you have been checked for being ganked and if you pay attention to that you can simply dock up and avoid the gank but there's there's that happens so that that sets into motion the rest right so you have been selected as a target then the ganker will either form up his alts or his friends with catalysts tornadoes smart bombs or or not they don't use smart bombs very often that's that's blind ganking that that's a thing too and people will blindly gank callers but i'm i digress we're not going to get into exceptions to this but then they they form up their fleet they pick a spot or a location to catch you where they know that you are going to pass through or where they know that you're going to be. And then they work to you. And when they're landing on your head, that entire sequence, their planning, all that has already happened. They're landing on your head. And if you're in range of their scrams, you're already dead. It, the fight is over. There are niche scenarios like if you're in a marauder you can shoot back at the catalyst when they start fi firing and it's possible to kill enough that you might win but generally they've already masked you doing that out and they've figured out that they're going to kill you so it's it's it, it, it's it's normally premeditated and thought of beforehand before they even on land it, it's not really a fight it's it's we've already done the hunt and where we're pulling the trigger like that's that's what it is that does does a rabbit fight a hunter no the rabbit looks for the hunter and runs away it 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 it's it, it, it's it it all happens before the act if that makes sense and there 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 are things you can look out cues that that you can spot for and things that you can do you can be alert you can be a smart pilot you can be awake all the time you can have your head on a swivel and you can keep yourself awake and able to deal with ganking if you are a smart pilot and you are a responsive pilot the gankers start leaving you alone there's a reason i don't have many lost mails in in, in high sack I, I have a few and i do have a couple weeks ago i lost a it's actually before the incident that that got me to leave but it wasn't related at all norvos or mining pie mining boom prior or whatever his name he uh, killed one of my my pro raiders that was uh, also had a shiny clone and i think i lost like two and a half billion esque but I, I was flying my jump freighter and completely forgot his face and i got killed i'm like oh okay whatever but like 
if you pay attention and, and, and you do things right, there is a certain, like, you can survive it aspect. But you have to know how the ganker works. You have to understand that. You have to be better than the ganker to survive the gank, if that makes sense. That's the kind of thing. And it's really difficult to be better than the ganker, especially when you're new. And like I said, I'm not trying to talk about me. I can deal with it. I can avoid ganks. I have no problem being ganked. It's, it's not an issue. I take that risk, and I understand that risk, and I've been playing long enough to know that ships die. It's part of the game. But it's really difficult when there's griefers to grow to that point. And when I started playing this game, there was a there's significantly more helpers than there were griefers, which kind of makes sense. And anyways, I, I know I'm going off on like three tangents on the same question. Oh, you're all good. Apparently Twitch chat can't follow you because you talk for more than like two seconds and they just like get super lost. Does the MER, uh, someone in chat asked if the MER could, sh or if there could be something to see ISK lost by region. And I thought the MER showed that. I thought it showed, like, it does show ship destruction by region. All right, sweet. So um, I, 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 I do also want to talk about this other point, and that is one draw that the game used to feel like it had and it doesn't really have anymore. When somebody killed you or messed with you, you used to feel like you can get revenge on them. Nowadays, those that are ganking you are an empty shell that you can't really swing back at. The gankers and the people that do that will say, well, yeah, you can, you know, identify my freighter alt, which has an entirely different name and kill that or whatever. They, they hide behind things and it's very difficult to actually swing back at these people, especially when you're a small pilot with one or two accounts. You, you, you don't really have the ability to swing back, right? And it's really difficult to swing back or get revenge. Well, especially when you look at some organizations, you know, the ganking organizations that deliberately never place a structure, so they're never war deckable either. Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's a lot to it. Ultimately speaking, because ganking can be extremely lucrative, I'm actually going to use their argument, a part of their argument against them. They make so much money, they don't care, right? I make so much money. I don't care what chips cost. It doesn't matter, right? So they also use incredibly cheap chips to gank, and they're all in completely throwaway. So it doesn't matter to them. So they're just doing it. So if it doesn't matter to you, why are you ganking? You're well, the ships, are, at that point, the, the catalyst is a round of ammunition. Yeah, the, 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 the ships are literally ammo at that point. So... I mean, like, that's a good point. Like, so, like, if I get ganked, like, eventually the ganker is going to get to either negative 10 and re-roll an alt, or they're going to get the tags back it's up. It's not even that complicated. They spend, like, 100 million escon tags, and they're back to negative 5. They can roam around high sec. So, if it's that's... not rocket science. Is that more of an issue with alts than it is with ganking? Because I feel like that's common with every game, right? Like, I mean, you're an NC dot, you live out in drone lands, but if you want stuff shipped to and from drone lands, you don't use an NC dot character. Use an alt. That's out of corp, out Actually, of alliance. A, NC dot has an entire alliance that has no structures. That's a kind of sister alliance we call it me mom yeah. and so all my high set characters are me mom yeah really and like pl does the same thing goons do the same thing brave yeah. fraternity like everyone does it so is it really mm -hmm. more of like is that more of an issue of alts then and how ccp allows uh, with alts uh, in the game i it, it's really difficult to get revenge on something when 
the what's on the table for both sides during a gank is very one-sided the 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 victim of the gank has everything on the table whereas the ganker has almost nothing and they're risking effectively nothing compared to what the ganker is and then also the amount of skill and attention that the the victim has to to pay to avoid the gank is significantly higher than the ganker has to put down in order to to succeed in the kill there, there, there's definitely an imbalance there and it's really 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 difficult to fix that imbalance without outright destroying ganking and as i've said and i continue to state there needs to be a reason to take the risk and there needs to be ganking in the game otherwise everything becomes worthless because then everybody will just fly in super plinky ships and nobody gives a care but if that does happen we're going to end up with like 10 times the player base that we have right now and that's probably an exaggerated number but I do believe that if there was a space where pilots could be safe from ganking, we would see a very large return of old pilots that wanted to play the game and that that have opted out due to the fact that there is nowhere safe to be. Alrighty. Yeah, John, Johnny asked in there, he says, Hateless, so you're actually against ganking in high sec. Hateless never said that. <laughs> There's a lot of people putting words in Hateless's mouth. I really don't understand why they can, like, just turn on your ears, team. It's not that difficult. You have to yeah, use the, the art of the the art of the is, gank is a valid playstyle. It's just very one sided. And it, 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 so when you go out to nullsec, somebody mentioned just go out to nullsec if you don't like ganking. That's actually what a lot of players have done. If you go talk to pilots that are out in nullsec, and you mention high sec, they go nuts. There's they they are incredibly terrified of high sec. And they have no issue with being in Nullsec. Nullsec is arguably safer, but the reason that Nullsec is safer, if we dig a, a level deeper, uh, the reason it is safer is because you can fight back. You know, 10 catalysts start flying into your space, you're going to just smart bomb them, and they're going to die. And they're not going to get to you because, you know, you have friends around and they actually defend. Concord doesn't save you. They they will not. They cannot. the The way they work, it's not possible. Concord don't save you. Your friends Con- do. Concord is just a consequence. It- yeah, it's 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 an after the fact. Whereas in in it's it, it's difficult to get a ganking fleet into Nullsec, and then we can start talking about things like dread bombs and and, and get into that. But it's also it, getting that out there is difficult. Getting that into red space or, or or to your victim is very difficult and you can actually defend yourself out there you can set traps you can do things in fact i'm always running i run a lot of crab beacons and let me make sure i present this correctly but i'm sitting here defending myself in this instance i'm just sitting here defending my ess there's nothing in it but i was defending it at the beginning of the stream i had an ess that i was defending because this is what I needed to do. It had like 250 million isk in it, and I can defend it. It's pretty hard to grief me because if it's something that I can't deal with, I just go work off and dock up, right? Like there's 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 a lot more tools and ways to defend your things in in nullsec. And by the way, nullsec is amazing. The 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 ESSs are fantastic. More people need to come out and rob these. There are so many times where I have like five hundred millionists sitting in my ESS and I'm like, somebody come 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 try and take this man. I want the fight. Like that 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 happens all the time. 
and it, it goes without as much attention as it deserves because people haven't tried it as much as I feel they should. Anyways, I digress. That's an entirely different story. We're here to talk about griefing and not getting in fights. But this game can be a lot of fun. And just griefing makes it very difficult to get to the point where you can have fun. Every pilot needs to establish some kind of income to pay for their ships, whether that be opening up their wallet or actually playing the game. And a lot of us do not have the convenience to just open up our wallet. Do you think... Let me see if I can phrase this question properly, so I apologize if it comes out wrong. Do you think the majority of gankers are griefers, or do you think griefers are more of like kind of those extreme ends, the exceptions? No, talking specifically I can't say for of, sure. Talking specifically of ganking, I don't mean griefers in general. Sorry. So I've come across a lot of gankers who have ganked me solely for the purpose of profit. And there's a lot of times where that's, you know, clearly, clearly the case. They scan my Tech 2 ship, and then when I undocked a shiny ship, they killed that instead. That makes sense. But I do encounter those guys make enough money eventually, and then they get bored, and then they start griefing. It does happen. I'm not going to say that every ganker does it, but I will say that there is a fairly large percentage that just starts killing everything randomly after a while. And that, that just kind of random, pointless killing does damage to the community in the game overall. It, it does more harm than good. You, you have a laugh that player's having a real bad day. Does, and so when you talk about these griefers who take joy in extracting salt or tears or whatever it may be, does it actually have to be... I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Does it actually take action from the griefer besides the gank? Or the gank or whatever else it may be? So, or is them using like their words or something along those lines? We, we have to go back to, as I said earlier, it really depends on intent, why they're doing it. And watching a pilot over time, the GMs can do this. You can kind of tell their intent by what they kill, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, so it's really just, it's not a point in time thing. You have to actually have that timeline, et cetera. Yeah, it. so, so there, there's definitely a time element to it. For, for the victim, it can be just a moment because that victim was only hit once, or that, that victim may have been hit a few times. But there's, there's definitely a time element on both sides for both the griefer and the victim of the griefing. And, if, and we can begin to talk about the You Just Got Ganked channel and, and all that. that. That is horrendous. I cannot believe that that goes on. But there's a lot of ways that the griefers elicit a response that is accepted because it's technically within the rules, if that makes sense. The, the facade of, hey, we're ganking them to try to help them, and we invite them to this channel where we're going to be helpful, is kind of a misrepresentation of what's actually happened. They, they invite the player, they say, hey, you know, calm down, minor, and shit like that. And it's, it's obviously a troll, and I believe, I'm going to quote you, Rain, have you ever told somebody to calm down when they're angry? And yes, I did watch last week's TIS. <laughs> yeah, for those who are curious, we talked to a ganker last week on TIS. So everyone crying in chat about, why is there no one here opposing his opinion? Like, that was literally last week. So either watch the show and pay <laughs> attention or be quiet. But um, yeah, so, sorry, I got super distracted because Zanus asked the question. Sorry, I am completely ignoring chat. I, I'm not looking at chat no, at all. I, I think Nick and I and a couple others are, like, <laughs> watching it. We're either, like, answering questions as you're talking or, like, we're trying to cue up the question. 
But yeah, Zanus is asking, is Zanus a ganker? And so, like, I, I thought that was a funny one, especially coming. Z- or, Zanus no, is said, a ganker. And a ganker is, he said, is Zanus a griefer? Sorry. That I'm undecided. <laughs> Zanus is actually a cool dude. I talk to him in the partnership Discord all the time. And I, I, I don't really have anything bad to say, but I will say that he does occasionally grief just for the fun of it, which does lead to the victims having a poor reaction. Let's dig into that just a little bit. That part, not Zanus himself. Because Zanus has walked the line of being a positive ganker. I've seen him actually try and help people. And I've seen his mentality on stream. He's actually a really cool dude. I do have a lot of respect for him. But but let's 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 talk about the the after the 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 gank. What typically happens. Wingspan is is infamous for this code is infamous for this most ganking groups or most groups that that do this for fun are rather infamous for this but they'll send you a after action report we'll call it that where they say hey you know we just killed you how do you feel and that generally elicits a poor response now it's cool it is absolutely awesome if you are a ganker and you're doing it and you combo the pilot with the intent to help, and you actually use that intent, and then you get a response that is poor, it falls upon you as the ganker or the person eliciting the response to either defuse that or walk away. If you pour fire into the fuel, you cannot complain that you got burnt. If, if you poke the bear and make that person angrier, and that person then decides to start like screaming, yelling, becoming obscene. You literally just poured fire on that fuel, and you have no reason to complain that you just got burned. And I'm using euphemisms here because some I've seen blogs and I've seen descriptions and screenshots of some really poor things being said. And understandably, that pilot is very angry. You just pissed them off. It's a very bad idea to continue to fan that flame and pour fuel on it. It, it it does immediately become your responsibility to walk away if if you're going to do that. And if your intent actually is to help, I would encourage you to learn de-escalation, con- or de-escalation tactics and or just not go after the action, after action report. And if the pilot is poor, just let them be angry, man. Let them be. It ain't worth it. it, it, it all that's going to do is push the player out of the game. You're going to have one less target to play with. You're going to have one less person to play with. And frankly, with the, with the status of the game right now, if we keep pushing players out, we're not going to have people to play anymore. Targets are running slim. There's not many people playing this game right now. We, we as a community need to stand up and make people want to play this game. Pissing them off and pushing them out of the game is not the way to do that. You mentioned about the post-gank conversation. <clears throat> and I think what started this three weeks ago was I got ganked by guys out of, I want to say, Novus Oda. I love your story. Yeah. And the guy was cool. Uh, you know, <laughs> pop the ship. Novus is, is awesome. He, he yeah. killed me like eight times. Yeah. He, 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 he don't melt you. He, he just kills you. He, yeah. He just kills and, you uh, and then he moves up. Like, he's great. I love him. Oh, absolutely. He's you good. know, he gave me a day, hey, Hey, nice tank, just not enough. I went, hey, well planned, nicely done. We waved yeah. each other, you know, gave each other 07s in local, and he went about Ooh. his way. 
And it's like, all right, that's cool. You know, he grabbed the loot, moved on. Yeah, exactly. Your story is awesome because you had horror strip miners in, in high sec, and I think that's the stupidest thing that you can do considering that ganking is a thing. Well, you know, I, I was telling you, know, I was actually, you're right, but what I was doing is across the, the different miners, I had tech one, tech two with crystals, and ore, and I was, and I was, yeah, and I was, and I got greedy at the end because I was down to like three rocks. I saw his scout come in. I'm like, I got enough time, you know, and yeah. I did not. But the guy was a class act. So I was like, eh, no. you know what? Lesson learned. No, I, I I actually do not mind that. Like like when, when players gank and it's just, it's over, like that's fine. It, 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 if in the instance that happened during my last stream, but it went like this, he showed up in system with a scout killed my entire fleet and was like, yeah, good fight, bud. I would have reshipped and been out in space and we would have been fine. Like, that's how that goes. That's yeah, that's really part, that, that's part of the game. Yeah. Like, I, I make decisions. That fleet, by the way, was incredible. The, the reason it, it got bumped instead of ganked is because they can grab a ship and bump it and disrupt it. Ganking it has a smaller impact on the fleet because, you know, you lose a hulk and you just reship it and put it back out. And that Orca costs, I think, roughly 1.2, 1.3 billionists to kill. And at that point, they're not going to do it very many times before they get bored. And I can kind of deal with that, if that makes sense. Even if their intent is grief, I, I, I can deal with that. But then again, I'm a pilot with hundreds of billions of discs net worth. And I've been playing the game for 10 years. And that, that's me. If you gank a pilot that is on their first or second Orca, and they... That is a significant chunk of their net worth. They're not going to be able to handle that as well, especially if they fit it to deter gankers or fit it to say, hey, you know what, make a statement like this ship is going to cost you 1.2 billionists to kill, and you are going to lose this when you kill it. Like, it's going to cost you more to kill this than you are going to get out of it. One like of the that, things. That, that's a, oh, they, sorry. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that you, know, you mentioned just now about the. The bump mechanic, and I know we, we've talked about this probably for years within the EVE community, that there's no damage, no repercussion to bump. And, you know, many of us have, have tried to wrap our head around collision damage, but then, you know, when you fleet warp or when you're following, and yeah. but formations might help, you know, how do we, you know, and I, I don't have a good answer for it yet. If there was bump damage, my supers would have killed each other the other day because they bumped into each other and they sent each other like a hundred kilometers away from each other. I really bumping want CCP to implement bumping just to see that when people jump to a Sino and then all their ships explode as they like collide away from each other. <laughs> like maybe for a week a of, or something. Yeah, it, it, it would prevent a lot of uh, capital escalations. You would be less inclined to light a Sino and drop 30 supers on it. You would be very less inclined. But then they would actually have to do that thing that they showed off at Vegas 19, where, you know, it comes out in formation. That was really cool, by the way. Yeah, I'm really sad awesome. that that didn't become a thing. It would also make there be a cap, because when you start spreading stuff out like that, one side effect is faxes only work 30 kilometers away. If you have things sailing off, like faxes stop working. That'd be really cool. Anyways, I digress. Bumping in itself is not griefing. I will say that 
outright, right first thing, when you're doing it to elicit a response rather than to slow down a target or to achieve an objective, then, like I said, with ganking, it is another tool in our tool belts that is being misused. Uh, we have various tools in the game to do various things and accomplish various goals. And the two most prominent tools to grief other players is bumping and ganking. Those are the two most commonly used tools. Now, it is very easy to use a tool for the for something that it is not exactly intended for and get a pretty cool like after effect which is you know an upset player that's now raging and local which is what the tool is being used for when i would argue that that is a tool that you would use for profit or for or for achieving an objective bumping is absolutely fantastic for getting things detailed in null sec you know an afk player sitting there on their their Athenor with their super or whatnot, and you know maybe he's he's on the toilet or whatever, and he put his super on an Athenor because there's no keep star in the system, and you you know show up on that that super and you start bumping it off the off the tether to kill it like that. It, it it needs to exist in the game. Removing it from the game would cause a lot more damage than good, but it's a tool that is being used to grief. And same thing with ganking. We have a plethora of tools in our tool belt. Just the two most common tools used are, like I said, bump, ganking and bumping. I have no problem with them in themselves. It's when they get used to grief or harass players. And it's really hard to, 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 to put harassment in that. But, I mean, the, the, the term harassment is pretty broad, as is griefing. And it's really hard to define exactly what is and isn't that but making a community standard or improving the community standard that we have right now would be highly beneficial to this game. And if CCP cannot do that, I feel it falls upon us as a community to have a higher standard. Because if we as a community step up and do it, CCP will follow. Just kind of how things go. The community standards, right? Yeah, I mean, the players do hold folks accountable. There was one guy, so it's actually interesting you brought up bumping is not griefing, because in the past, you used to be able to bump people forever. So one guy yes. said he was bumped for 45 minutes so, straight. With the modern mechanics, the worst damage that you can do, and this is why during my... my what my I, I literally just didn't react. I tried to ignore him. But... This is why I had no response because you you put your ship into warp. There's a three minute timer. It's, it docks up. It's safe. The hope was that he would just get bored and go away, which is normally not what happens. But there is definitely a element when you're streaming that makes bumping and being messed with very difficult to deal with. And again, I'm not trying to make this about myself. I'm just using my example here. And it's really hard not to fall in on myself because people ask me these questions to justify why the hell I acted the way I did. And it's very strange. There's an entire sub-community of streamers that have discussed ad nauseum how to deal with being harassed, ganked, and whatnot while streaming because it is a prevalent problem in the streaming community. One of the things, talking about bumping, specifically orca bumping, everybody says, well, you just go into warp and within three, min three minutes, you're going to warp. Mm -hmm. Okay, absolutely accurate. What if you just cycled and just started that two and a half minute cycle of of your industrial core. Now you're looking at five and a half minutes before you can warp. So yeah. you know um, it, it 
depending, there's more factors than just, oh, hit warp and yeah. not worry about it. Yeah, there's that. People say, why didn't I move the Orca or why didn't I, you know, try and avoid the bump? If a bumper is a good pilot, and I will give the pilot that was bumping me the respect and acknowledge that he was, he is actually a good bumper. He's good at doing that. He is actually skilled. But when the bumper is a good pilot, it is impossible to avoid a bump with an orca. You may be able to do it once or twice, but eventually that, that, that Macario or Cinnable pilot or whatever he's flying, Stabber, Macariel, Cinnable, what, what, even if he's just flying a random ship, he will eventually be able to make contact with your Orca and send it sailing. Like, there's there's no... You're not... The counterplay doesn't exist. The counterplay is the dock out. Yeah, and, and the, Higgs, the Higgs Anchor defense just makes the bump a little less severe. It's not going to stop it. Yeah. You, so the, 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 the Higgs anchor kind of makes it worse because you can't slow down as fast. So if you put a Higgs anchor and siege it up, it's not going to go very fast, but it's going to go a lot further. One thing that I found extremely amusing with the bumping mechanic, and this, this is probably my, I, I have a clip on my channel of this, by the way, and I, I have done it. Bumbles are better gankers than Macarials. They require more skill to use, and that's why the Macarials are more common because it, it, it's a lot easier to bump a target with when your ship itself is bigger. And when it goes a little bit slower, a cinnable. So how, how bumping works is the energy being output by your ship. Your thruster gives your ship kinetic energy and you can kind of parallel it. to It doesn't really work like real life, but we can kind of parallel it to real life. If I take, for example, a, I have an insulin vial here and we'll say, let's say I have a big ass rock in this hand and a little thing in this hand, right? or little tiny thing in this hand. If I hit something with a big-ass rock, it's it, it's going to meet the same speed as my big-ass rock, right? And it's not going to go faster than what I hit it with, but it will go the same speed and it will continue to sail, right? If you take a little thing and you put a lot of energy into it and make it go really fast, it's going to have a lot more energy than the big-ass rock. And that energy, because it's going faster, makes the bump speed actually higher because you can put more energy into it and you're because you're, you're capped at the bump speed of, of how fast you're going but there's a there's a there's a uh, upon contact the server does a calculation of how much energy is going to be imparted onto the ship to send it sailing and that's multiplied against its mass and and there's a whole bunch of math done and then it sends it off into its bump so there's there's math that's done and 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 all that fun fact if you take a cinnable and you bump in Orca, you can send the thing almost four kilometers a second. Put all that energy into it. That sends the Orca literally 100 kilometers out of the belt. It is the funniest thing. However, if you continue to do that, I would call that harassment, but once off for a laugh, normally the Orca pilot's kind of like, holy shit, that happened? <laughs> That's kind of funny. You let them work back and you let them go mine. It's, it's, it's not a problem. Everybody had fun. It's a little different when you continue to do it and you make their life hell. And I know that's a really like blurred line, and I'm sure that's going to get clipped or whatever. And somebody's going to go dig up that that clip on my Twitch channel. It's labeled "kapoof." By the way, it's actually really funny. But the the the, the pilot in that one actually laughed. He said "lol" in chat, and it, it's all good. But you can actually bump harder or more effectively with a cinnable because of that. Now, the math is a little bit different with the Higgs rig and the industrial sign because the industrial sign multiplies your math by 10 again. So then if you have a Higgs rig and your siege, 
the end result is that all the Macario's energy gets transferred into the Orca, and it still goes the same distance. It just takes a lot longer to get there. TLDR. It doesn't make it bump less, it just bumps slower. Because oh. it has more mass, so it takes a lot longer to slow down. Are the Higgs rigs the ones that people put on their nesters for their supers, so that they don't bump away when they deploy a nester to reef? So how, how the, 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 the Higgs rig's purpose is to assist with rolling wormholes. That's why it was added in. Oh, okay. It, it, it must it, be, it, no, I was thinking it's something else, sorry. It doubles the mass of the ship. I, I, I can't remember if it adds a flat mass or if it doubles the mass of the ship. But it, it, the, the, the bottom line is it increases the mass of the ship. A byproduct is that it's difficult to bump. But the big reason is you put it on a ship and then you put a couple of uh, prop mod on the ship and then you have a large swing of its mass so you can adjust its mass to go in and out of wormholes to roll the wormhole without getting your ship stuck on the wrong side. You should do that with a hick. Yeah, so, I was, I was yeah. thinking of something completely different. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we've got to. Yeah, so no, we're talking about wormholes and yeah. Okay. There's there's also the the byproducts, the proper high or what I call the I, my personal preference. I call this the proper fit would be three transversal bulkhead plates on the orca because that increases its whole HP. And would make it harder to gank. If you take a if you take your orca, put a Higgs rig on it, you're going to lose roughly 25 28 percent of its tank, and it is now a much more viable ganking target. So, would you rather be bumped or killed? I'd rather be bumped. Thank you very much. I'm not ta- I'm not taking a transversal bulkhead off my orca and putting on a fucking Higgs rig. Sorry about the language. I apologize for that, but no, I do good. swear. <laughs> I don't think we market this to children on youtube which i swear i think if you'd swear every time you're fine if i swear a lot it becomes a problem i i, I think you'll have to when you go to upload the video there's a what's the, I'm, I'm 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 not even on the line where you have to check vulgar language they say excessive swearing is the terminology used so swear here and there isn't a problem yeah so uh, ask away questions i'm i'm more than happy to answer questions and i know that you guys are just kind of answering questions at this time, I'm more than happy to answer or explain. Do you, want, do you want the conglomerate of terrible questions people have asked? N- n- no, because no. a lot of them are designed in such a way to paint me into a corner or to, to get me to say something because it's a very specific case. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of that. And I've noticed a lot of that while discussing this. There's a lot of uh, stuff that's being said that... Or, or words being put in my mouth or, or, or whatnot. So it's really difficult to answer every single question. And I'm sure that this has been a hot topic for the last few weeks. Actually, I know for a fact it's been a yeah, hot topic. I'm, I'm sorry, community, for starting a fire. Um, no, it's, I mean, it's a good discussion. I'd like, if, mm-hmm. like, if you didn't have any, like, I feel like if this was all just cut and dry, it would be really boring, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good discussion. I, I mean, like, you always have, Cases of like so, people being general bad actors on both sides, so like getting like being able to identify and purge those is good. A lot of this discussion has happened over and over again over the last few weeks. It's it's been, I wouldn't say entertaining, but it's been interesting. People like to make assumptions and put words in mouths and throw inaccurate claims around. I've had a lot of fun ones. My my personal favorite is that apparently. This was done without my knowledge, but apparently I'm opening a lawsuit to CCP about harassing and grief. 
apparently that's a thing and it has been propagated to a point where actual viewers of mine believed it it's like no that's no what what it took yeah. me a while to track this down i i actually ended up reporting the one that was it, it got spammed in my in-game channel a few times and i ended up reporting that and it stopped after i reported it which is kind of helpful yeah so one guy asked this actually i don't know if this is a reasonable question but he says do you think restricting players uses only using one instance of eve on a computer would help with this situation without changing the game mechanics this goes back to like the alt question like is the root cause actually alts or not not really because you can and i'm biased on this as i fly i currently have 11 accounts logged in and i use five or six accounts in conjunction with each other and i mine with a bunch of accounts so i am biased i'm going to preface this by saying i am biased you can definitely play this game with one account you can definitely succeed in this game with one account uh, i have a fantastic example he scaled the three accounts for a while i have a viewer and i'm going to shout him out by the name of dangerous d he's probably my number one supporter not financially, but being there all the time. Didi, you're amazing. I know you're watching right now. Uh, but he is my best example of somebody who uses a single or a very small account. He has, doing missions in high sec, accrued enough is to collect three Alliance tournament ships. He's actually quite enjoyed, you know, the, the kind of solo small group. I'm going to just kind of live in high sec playstyle over the past few years. And he has slowly accrued the ability. He's building a collection of AT ships, and he does it in high sec with one account with missions, which then tells me that, you know, one can definitely be successful. And I have done where I make a new account, play the character completely for free, and get the character to a point where it has a solid income and has, can pay for its Omega. That is entirely doable on one account. Like I, I've done it myself and players can do it it just it, it takes a little bit of time but the only reason to scale to additional accounts on the financial perspective of generating isk and whatnot is to generate more isk faster which is a large reason why why people scale but when you move out to nullsec and you start getting capitals and toys and fun things to fly and play with you actually kind of need your alts you 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 need a sino alt you need a capital alt you need a subcap alt you 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 kind of need these things that at a certain point of veterancy they become very useful and you end up with enough isk that it is totally affordable and a manageable thing to to pay for a couple of extra accounts with isk and it is kind of typical for the average player to accrue three or four accounts to be able to do different things being able to move your 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 carriers super around is very helpful having eyes and 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 you know your blue space if you need to find something out it's really difficult to get away from alts in this game because of the way it's built but it does also allow players to expand beyond one character as ultimately this game is played at a slow enough pace that it is viable and possible to play on multiple accounts at the same time with actual like this is reasonable and this makes sense however that is limited there's definitely a limit to how many accounts you can do it is unreasonable to think that a human player without the assistance of tools can effectively in combat fly all these accounts. I have 11 accounts. I can fly them all at the same time if they're doing the same thing and if it's very simple. I can mine with them. <clears throat> I can fly in combat one or two. You ever watch me do Abyss with three in Hawks? 
It's a shit show. I'm pretty bad at it. I'm good enough to get through the abyss, but competently registering what is going on on three separate grids or three different things is incredibly difficult. And I feel that multiboxing is balanced by the uh, by players' skill and ability to actually multitask and manage them. And the more skilled players can definitely field and do more accounts. But when it comes down to it, you can only really field one or two in combat. Even just following FC orders, it's 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 very difficult. So I, even though I have eleven accounts, you're not going to see me in eleven ships fighting you. It's just not going to happen. For suicide gang, you 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 definitely have to get a skill and a rhythm. If you're going to fly all ten of the catalysts, you need to get really good at ticking through the boxes and. Uh, I'll demonstrate this really quickly, but with a little bit of practice, you can actually tab through accounts very quickly, and you can competently tab through them. And when you do that, this is a combination of a program called, and these programs are all legal, uh, but this is a co combination of a program called, what was it called? That's Mumble. Evo preview. And this is, it looks really simple, but what it does is it makes a little preview. And you can program in a hotkey, and then you can use the hotkey to switch between the account. And then I put all these up on a second monitor so I can see them all the time. But you get a little preview, and then you get a hotkey. These are two megas, and I can switch between them. You can see the things changing. These are actually used for rolling wormholes. But I can switch between them, and I can get these to roll, roll wormholes. But if they get caught, I'm going to primarily focus on one, and the other one's just going to kind of flop around like a fish, if that makes sense. But it, it, it's possible to multibox, and there's a few tools that are allowed to make multiboxing a little bit easier. But they, they did a really good job with deciding that the rule is going to be that you cannot broadcast inputs. Because in the past, we were able to use programs such as IS Boxer. And IS Boxer allowed you to broadcast your input to all the accounts. So we had things like, like a fleet of Phantasms doing vanguards, and it was impossible to compete with them because a group of players wasn't able to do as coherently as one player was able to do with input broadcasting. So they made input broadcasting illegal. The, the rule is, is that every input you give, like if you press the key button, or if you press the mouse button, that input can only go to one account at a time, which does make mining a difficult task when you start adding in multiple accounts. On, on one account, it's pretty cool. You, you know, with, with max boosts in high sec, you can get to a 52 second cycle time. And then in high sec, rocks are tiny. So you end up having to juggle the rocks as well. So there's about double the clicking. Uh, and then in null sec, you, you, you generally chase moons or Arkner and Bistot. And Arkner and Bistot rocks are also pretty big. But you end up having to, every 50 or 100 seconds, because it's 50 seconds in null sec with max boost, is how long a, a uh, ore strip miner takes. And then if you decide to use tech 2, it's 40 seconds. So you have to cycle through every single account once every other cycle, otherwise the hook fills up. So even mining is a fairly active skill or a fairly active activity where you actually have to pay attention and do things. And the, the point that I'm trying to make is that even if you have and use multiple accounts, it's really difficult to actually force multiply. A pilot with two accounts isn't exactly doubly as effective as a pilot with, with one account. There's definitely a scaling and a... a scaling and a... 
diminishing return with it. Another example is when I'm mission running, I can pull about 250 million isk an hour on a single pilot. When I add the second pilot, it goes down, down to around 230. When I add the, the third pilot, I can just barely get up to 200 million isk an hour pilot, which means 600 million isk. So we, we go from 250 million isk an hour to 460, which a, a direct 2x scaling would be 500. And then we go to uh, to the third pilot. We end up at we end up at uh, 200 million an hour. We we only gain an additional 100 million an hour. So that that third pilot is only 50 percent effective compared to the first pilot. And then if we add a fourth, my income actually drops down to 150 million an hour. Adding in the fourth account. So for 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 mission running, I cap out around 600 million an hour, regardless if I use three or four accounts. And then adding the fourth account is just juggling more stuff and it becomes more difficult. And as you add more things to juggle, some people can juggle yeah. like 10 things. Some people can juggle only one or two. That's also uh, the more but, you juggle, yeah. the more something could go wrong. Yeah, more, more can definitely go wrong. You're, you're fielding 10 ships. It's, it's very difficult to save all of them when something happens. It's very difficult. If, if I'm mining with 10 ships, right, and I'm, I'm paying attention to the ore, paying attention to keeping the lasers on and all that, Suicide Ganger comes in, I need to do my sequence events. Part of that sequence is locking up the victim and sending it reps. It is very difficult to identify the victim when you have more targets or more potential targets. It's very difficult to identify that and do the sequence when there's more options or more things happening at once. And the difficulty scales linearly and the returns scale in a exponential diminish, if that makes sense. So the, the curve is like this. It kind of flattens out, whereas the difficulty continues going up linearly. So there's a crossover point where it's not worth it anymore. And that crossover point depends on the pilot's skill. And I believe very firmly skill should be rewarded. Skill and effort should definitely be rewarded in this game. And in any game, for that matter. You're not going to complain about, in StarCraft, a pilot that has 10 APM, or not a pilot, a, a player that has 10 APM not being as good as the, the, the player that, that has 100 APM. And you're, you're, you're not going to complain about that balance because you can develop skill. You can improve yourself as, a, as not only a pilot, but as a human. You can get better. You can work towards that goal, right? So you, you can grow. And that's, that's something that any game should have, the ability to grow to a skilled level. And it's, it's, it's with multi-boxing, it just increases the skill cap. And I don't believe that we should put skill caps on things because then, then you're, you're playing a board game at that point. Not saying anything against board games, but this isn't a board game. <laughs> well, that's like, I think, I remember, was it the partner Discord where someone even pointed out, they said we should not have skill ceilings? Right, like the better you are, the better you should be actually be. Eva's mm -hmm. a very unique game though, where like you talk about APM and Eve, each what is it? It's each tick is only a second. Yeah, so so, so back, Eve's, as you push, it all cycles in the same tick. Mm -hmm. Uh so the and and the Eve server or Eve Online is actually a turn based game. It's a fun way to put it. But the the, the game only communicates with or the server only communicates with the client once per second. Uh, and then your client only communicates back and forth with Eve every second as well. So it's on a one server tick. A server tick is a second. It goes bing, 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 bing. And every second you get another server tick. And every second, every little like panicky, like you're sitting there mashing buttons, only one of those clicks 
is actually going to make it through. Only one of those actions, and it's normally the most recent one. But if you're like sitting there mashing double click in space and you double click a bunch of places in space, you're going to end up at the last one you did. And that's why you see people that are actually skilled pilots. So a, a skilled interceptor, by the way, is only like 5 million skill points to max out an interceptor. But a skilled interceptor pilot is probably the most valuable pilot in the fleet. Um, because that pilot is the one that actually does the tackle, that actually catches the thing. A skilled saber pilot or, or a skilled pi- skilled pilots in small ships are insanely valuable, and anybody can get to that point. It just takes time, practice, effort, and understanding, which is something that takes time to develop. And normally, by the time you can also do the bigger stuff. But this game is incredibly accessible to new players if they are given a chance, and I think that, that is awesome. Because the smallest ships end up being the most important in battles. Yeah, so that kind of circles back to Thanks saying in chat about restricting players to like one account or at least one account logged in, like per session or whatever, could resolve a lot of the issues too. Because then instead I, of like I, trying to be able to skill based on like, oh, you're doing something super mundane with multiple accounts, it's you're more focused on just so, that and increasing your skill. The way this game is set up, it kind of requires you to develop all if you want to do different things. And being able to log into multiple, I mean, there there used to be a hardware argument against it. I like I said, I, I'm biased on the subject. If if they did make it so as one account, I'd I'd still continue playing. The game would be very different. It wouldn't be the same game. But I don't think that that would end game games. People would just group up and do it. It it, it wouldn't really change much. Would just make things a lot more difficult, and you would really have to trust your friends when you're flying the big toys. Some- I know there's a lot of times where I'd prefer to go light my own, but I think the big thing, the the really big thing preventing them from doing this, is the industry. Industry is a very core mechanic of this game, and setting up sino chains for jump freighters is difficult. And it's really hard to get a you know seven or eight people together to move a jump freighter from low sec to high sec. It just, it's difficult to do that. And the reward for doing it is so small that it's really difficult. And then the other argument for multiboxing is actually mining. The amount of material required to build stuff is insane. If you were to only have people mining on one account, it would just make everything really expensive and everything would become unobtainium because I think to build a battleship, you need. Was it one or two million, one to three million units of titanium? And a Hulk doesn't produce that much in a reasonable amount of time. I think I mined for two hours during my last stream, and I made enough Veldspar to build a battleship, maybe three. But that's just the titanium of it, not to mention the other ores. The amount of ores required to drive the PvP in this game and to drive, you know, ships moving and stuff is insane. We need miners and we're desperate for it. You can see that by by ore prices going up recently. A lot of people with the price increase have unsubs, and a lot of those unsubs are mining ships. And that's why we see ore going up. And eventually when ore goes up, ships start going up after that. And then when ships start going up, we complain about ship prices. You know, like the, 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 this game is driven by a level of work that one pilot can't do. Even a care, even a person multiboxing doesn't really put a large dent in it. I'll, I'll mine for a session, and I will end up making enough to or mining enough to build three or four things, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I 
it, so the comments in chat, so that could not be an action taken alone. This is a, I feel like we're going down a tangent with like alts and the way the game is designed and how alts are required, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to have a G alt. things. Just on the industry side, to do it functionally, you have to log in multiple characters and trade things between characters without even talking about undocking. It's, it's, there's, there's a lot that the indie guys do behind the scenes that you do not see. And there's a lot of work and groundwork. And a lot of that requires you to have Sino change in place, requires you to have those alts. Five of my characters uh, have a... You want to fly a fleet somewhere? You need scouts, you need Sinos, you need intel. Yeah, I, I, I would argue that, that having a solid team of scouts and, and having a uh, delegating things. I think in Vegas, I, I, I watched an FCing is easy presentation. And one of the big things they said is that delegate. But delegating and then communicating with your with your teammates, at some point it, it requires multi-boxing because the FC has to light the Sino and the FC has to be in the fleet, right? Because the FC needs the Sino to be in the right place. It's really hard to trust somebody to be in the right place and they have to have the same level of skill and understanding of the situation as you to light the Sino in the right place, which then delivers the fleet. And then you need the fleet to function right. So you need the, 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 the FC also has to be in the, the, in the, in the fleet as well. Uh, let, let alone the whole, you want me that. to jump a 10 billion is jump freighter to somebody I don't know. Yeah, there's that. Not even knowing. I mean, you can build trust with somebody and then that, that one day, you know, you're carrying a jump freighter full of morphite. Yeah, that's uh, going to be a bad day. <laughs> you know? So, like, it, it's just one of those things because of the way the game is designed, it's our a necessity. And we're just kind of left with that byproduct, kind of unfortunately. And it does, at, at the end of the day, most people are sub to multiple accounts and it multiplies CCP's income. So I doubt they'll do it just from a financial perspective. And they've kind of made it sort of somewhat balanced to a degree where it is fair, if that makes sense. It still costs us to do things. It still costs your effort to do things. It still costs effort and us to accomplish things. So the scale up isn't really a problem with the balance of the game, regardless of if it's one pilot. If it's one pilot doing something, it's going to be disorganized and chaos. Or if it's a coherent group, they're going to be significantly. It is very possible in this game, especially because of the 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 ISK effort balance, for someone, for an individual to outplay a multi boxer. So, for example, the the individuals in a handful of cheaper ships, because the cheaper ships are a little bit more chaotic and disorganized. The single player can be in a bigger ship of an equal value to the multi-boxer, and the, 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 the single player can definitely win that fight, especially because of the uh, incoherence of multi-boxing. There's definitely a, a level of incoherence that happens when you multi-box, regardless of what you want to see. If you think that multi-boxing is a problem, go try and start three accounts and, and go, try to do tier, go try and do Abyss and Frigates. That's only three accounts. It's quite a challenge. I would encourage you to try it if you actually think it's a problem. Multiboxing is difficult, and it takes skill to learn how to do properly. In time, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel know like that's, that a, that's a whole... An hour. Yeah, we that, could have like a whole that, other discussion yeah. about multiboxing and alts and this yeah. and that. Yeah, that's a whole other show. All right, yeah. so I know Nick had something to do, so we're at an hour and a half. I think we're probably ready to wrap up. I don't know if you have any final thoughts, Hateless. My name is is Poor Mentality. 
the, 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 the mentality of hateless gaming is to bring each other up and griefing does not align with that. So I would encourage you guys to be kind to each other, bring each other up and we can do better as a community to bring new players in this game and make them want to continue to play. Let's let's do it. Let's let's make this game better. Let's 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 be good to people. Let's let's bring them up. But yeah, keep keep bringing each other up. Keep flying fun and enjoy the game. Alrighty, thank you and thank you to everyone who is chill in chat. Thank you to the mods. Thank you, Nick. 